Everybody has a podcast podcast. Y'all of Everybody Has a Podcast Podcast episode 82. Take out the trash. What it do, everybody out there in podcast land? Grant Mills, thank you for such a warm, lovely introduction as always. How are you, sir? Good, man. What the fuck's up? How was your week? Weekend? Ah, good week. Good week. Good weekend? Yeah, a little soggy here in the south. Uh, you know, I kind of nerded it up a little bit this weekend. I actually bought some uh, computer games on Steam. You ever get down on any PC games? Not lately, but I do have Steam, and uh, pretty cool. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> what games did you get down on? Went back, took a blast to the past, because I noticed a common theme a uh, little roller coaster tycoon. I mean, that game was popular, and I can't remember if Theme Park 
came before it because I played theme park on the Super Nintendo. So building your own theme park and roller coaster shit was pretty popular. Uh, pretty nostalgic, I imagine, for a lot of people. And especially all, all the sim emulators, man. Those were off the charts. But also uh, Stronghold. You ever play Stronghold or Age of Empires? Any kind of a cap hack computer game? You take your turn, shit like that? Not really. <laughs> I had a feeling you would say that. I I didn't get into them too much. I'd, I'd fuck around with them, but they were fun. Um, I don't know. But yeah, that was my uh, weekend. It was kind of wet outside, so I nerded up a little bit on the uh, the old PC. And uh, man, blast of the past. Kind of brought back some memories of some shitty games I used to play in the late 90s. Hey man, we all played shitty games. It was Creeper wheel me by momentarily. <laughs> uh, I nerd up as well. It's been just shitty weather, I think. It'll be keep on. It'll. Yeah, it's it's, it's going to be weather this whole fucking week, pretty much. Yeah. So that sucks. But, um, no, I did, uh, I played some games, man. Some some shitty games. Some good games. Some Super Nintendo games. Yeah. Uh, any uh, any good blasts from the past? SNES, SNES, SNES. It's already uh, this weekend. The weather's fucking with my head. I can't talk. Super Nintendo games that you uh, actually yeah, on. Uh, I will review later. Super Punch Out. Oh fuck yeah! Nice, nice. I don't nice. know if a lot of people got down on that one, but everybody got down on the original one. For sure, for sure. So, yeah, you know, you know what it is, man. Such a shit not shit weekend but just just nasty and 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 you know whiskey here he is how was your week weekend pretty good pretty good just uh studying for the gym app what i get my uh Gotta get my shit in order, dude. Oh, wow. What are you getting? An MBA or something? Eh, I'm on, you never know what I might do, yeah. <laughs> Studying for the GMAT, that sounds horrible. Well, I mean, you just don't know what it takes sometimes, dumbass. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't right. you just have an associate's degree? What the fuck? <laughs> you don't know what I got, motherfucker. All right. <laughs> I, I don't. Maybe he's been. Uh, getting an education on the low. One of the things I did this weekend was watched a show called Sex Before the Internet. So Vice has these cool documentary series things that uh, that I like. And so they have this one called uh, Sex Before the Internet, right? So there's one on like the 1900 lines. Um, and then they had one on Tracy Lords. And, um, God, what was the other one? I, I watched a couple of them and it got me to thinking, man, man, yeah, before the internet, I had to download a, a picture of uh, Christina Applegate's cunt and it took hours <laughs> just for a picture. So, like, these fucking kids now, we're all spoiled on the movies and everything. I know we've had them for a while, but man, that, sh- that show uh, took me back. <laughs> It's too easy now. They they don't understand the scrambled channels, channel 98. Time in. No, you had to put in work. And then, uh, you know, when you did get the internet, that shit was not easy. If you were even trying to download a video, 
God forbid that took, you know, sometimes a fucking week just to oh, piece yeah. it together. And then you download it and it could be something completely, there's no preview. You got to go know. with the file name. Yeah. <laughs> Christie's cunt.jpg. Oh, this is going to be good. Four hours later. <laughs> oh, look at one fucking picture. Yeah, that's all you got. You got limited information. You just had to take a risk. And the family computer might get a goddamn virus on it that fucking takes your parents' credit card information. I always love the adjectives that they used in there. Hot, sexy, Asian, teen, barely legal, uh, schoolgirl, uh, all that shit. And then you get it, yeah, some bullshit. So Yeah, you get like a backpick or something. <laughs> yeah. I don't miss that shit. I, God bless technology. So what, what's the Vice show? How was it? Is there a review on this? You got something? Uh, I mean, there's uh, there's too many different ones, so I didn't really pick okay. one because, uh, uh, well, the ones I remember, I was going to say something about one, and then like that, I forgot which one it was. <laughs> but like the ones I saw, I was like multiple times. Like I saw the ones with the one nine hundred stuff. I never really got into that. Um, but then Tracy Lords, you know, that whole thing was kind of interesting. Sure. She had all these movies and she was actually underage, um, in the industry. And, you know, they had to fucking can all those movies, destroy them. She was underage and she only had one movie that she was of age on and she got the rights to it. And so, boom, she like kind of fucked up, fucked over a lot of people, actually. Um, so, but it's interesting. It's just uh, interesting. Uh, they had the old porn stars, Christy Canyon. Oh, yeah. Uh, was on there. Ginger Lynn. Um, yeah, so very cool. Um, very cool little miniseries that you still have going on, and it's still going. Uh <clears throat> I know I was watching the wrestling one that they had going on. Uh, and I think that one's over with now, but I mean, that the fourth season dark side of the ring. No, there was another one called tales from the Territories. Oh, that's right. How was that one? Is it pretty good? That's a, you would like that. It's a really interesting, uh, interesting stories, man. So yeah, yeah. Love it. really, really cool shit. But what we're going to do now, folks, maybe take a look. A little bit of... appearance during streaming award show so this is by Luke Plunkett is the article <laughs> so um, it looks like Spanish streamer the GREFG is one of the biggest stars on Twitch so much so he hold his he recently held his own award show it drew almost 2 million viewers as everyone was watching for a moment Treated to a big old ASCII penis. First, some background. The GREFG has almost 20 million YouTube subscribers, over 11 million Twitch followers. Even if you don't know who he is, which I don't, 
because he doesn't speak your language, or probably doesn't. Dude is one of the most popular streamers on the planet. 2021, he obliterated the all-time Twitch viewership record with some stupid Fortnite shit. For years, Twitch. Um, that's boring. Well, the event that we're talking to you about called Previous Island is now actually the second year running. He's been able to host his own award show specifically for Spanish-speaking streamers, streaming and related events stunts. It's quickly become a huge event. This year's show drew 1.75 million viewers. And that's not uh, counting the people in attendance watching it live. Uh, I've never heard of this dude before in life, but he's uh, obviously making some money. And, uh, yeah, someone put a text dong on his fucking thing. So, awesome. What else is going on with video games? That's not really a video game thing, but it was in the video game news. Microsoft? Sony and Nintendo all skipping E3. You ever been to E3, Jay Wig? I have not been to E3. Interesting though. I think it'd be cool as fuck. Have you ever been to E3? I have not been to E3. Been to CES. No, I have not been to CES. I take that back. I thought I had, but um, what was it? It was something else. It wasn't CES because CES is in Vegas. I haven't been to Vegas. Yeah. It was something like Vegas. But it wasn't, uh, I mean, something like CES, but that's not what it was. I can't remember what it was, but it was a big trade show uh, having to do with, like, appliances and, and stuff like that. So it wasn't, I know CES is kind of awesome. I can't remember the name of this fucking thing, but um, where, where the fuck is uh, Where's CES at? Or E3, I'm sorry. E3. I don't know if they do it in a different place. I'm trying to see where this one was at. Uh the one i don't know if it's held in the same place every year or they do it you know different as far as that goes i think ces is always in vegas though if, I'm I'm not, if i am correct that. so uh it's looking like after setbacks in a global pandemic e3 um once the brightest center of the video game universe um it's supposed to come up with another show since uh, 2019, I guess. Um, looks like Nintendo stopped holding E3 big press conferences 10 years ago. A lot of folks are pulling out. So, I don't know how cool this is going to be, folks. If you're thinking about going to E3, maybe not. We're looking like it's going to be a bust. Yeah, it looks like uh, L.A., the Los Angeles Convention Center, where it's has been there's a couple of covid years there however you feel about that uh yeah previous la convention center from what i see uh santa monica at the airport in 2007 why the fuck would it be uh santa monica airport uh yeah so and then they did a couple in the late 90s in georgia atlanta so uh all right cool yeah so la again uh not a big la fan just because the traffic's pretty shit so Probably won't be going anytime soon. That definitely won't be going. Um, got some weird news. I love it. You know I like world records. 
Ah, I was hoping you were going to say fucking world records. God, I can't wait to hear this shit. Idaho man sets new fist bumps world record. Frequent Guinness World Record breaker David Rush broke the previous Guinness World Record for the most alternating fist bumps in 30 seconds. Rush shared a video Sunday of himself taking on the feet with his neighbor's son, Joey Hannon. Uh, Annie Martin is on this article, by the way. Uh, the pair managed 273 alternating fist bumps in 30 seconds, nearly 100 more than Nafi's Iste Taufik Antu and Akbar, Akbar Rahman Saikit. Goddamn. The previous record was 174. Joey and I, quote, had to punch each other a thousand times to make this happen. We bled. We sweated. We bruised. <laughs> we got God. rid of the unfair pain when Joey made me take my take off my brass knuckles. Uh, right. he's wedding band. Brush wrote on his website, the final result, 273 alternating three seconds taken down the previous record of 174 by a large margin. We actually made contact 297 times in 30 seconds, but Guinness has stringent qualifications for what constitutes validated, alternating, valid, alternating fist bumps, and 24 of them had to be disqualified, he said. Rush said the achievement was more technical and challenging than his previous world record for most fist bumps in one minute with different people. <laughs> the main area of technique we had to work on was Joey's drifting left arm. When moving each hand back and forth five times per second, it's easy to lose control over some aspects and have form degrade, he explained. Rush spoke to UPI in March 2022 after setting the world record for the most fist bumps in one minute with different people which he achieved by fist bumping 152 people. Rush has uh, set nearly 250 Guinness World Records and does so to promote STEM. They're all promoting this STEM technology, whatever. All right, so fist bumps. Uh, there's video of this if you want to watch it. Yeah, Doesn't I'm, look I'm, that interesting. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm curious the, about the fucking disqualifications. How do you disqualify? I mean... Does it have to land flush? Uh oh. Wiggy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it was a spam call interrupting it. It was the guy from the fist bump uh, community <laughs> trying to explain <laughs> what the fuck was going on. I'm curious. I'm going to look up the rules on that. I'll get back to you. But I'm just curious how some are disqualified because Guinness apparently has stringent rules on what constitutes a, a fist bump. I guess it's some kind of form. Yeah. We got a red panda escaping from the San Diego Zoo enclosure. Red Panda surprised visitors at the San Diego Zoo and climbed a tree and escaped its enclosure before zookeepers are able to lure it back. The two-year-old Red Panda, panda named Adira scaled a tree Sunday and then jumped to another tree outside of her enclosed open-air habitat in front of surprised onlookers. Zoo officials immediately evacuated visitors and closed the area as they worked to lure the panda out of the adjacent tree and back into her enclosure. Wildlife care specialists found that a female red panda climbed into a tree. Uh, that just said that. This is a quote. Uh, Sherry Walsh, credit to this, uh, this article here. 
Red pandas spend most of their time in trees and are excellent climbers, a spokesperson told the San Diego Union Tribune in an email. It never left the area and remained in a tree. After several hours of much prodding by zookeepers, Adria eventually climbed back into the tree inside of her habitat. No injuries were reported. Zoo officials said they plan to trim the trees to prevent another escape. Red pandas are native to southwestern China and the eastern Himalayas. And they are also endangered. Gotta get the fuck out of there. I always thought it'd be cool to work in a zoo, but, uh, man, what if, like, uh, you know, a bunch of tigers escaped or gorillas or something? That'd be a crazy time. You'd be fucked. It's, it's, zookeeper seems like one of those jobs, like, you think as a kid is really prominent in the community. <laughs> <laughs> or it's really cool, but it's, like, maybe not that cool. Yeah, it, it's, but. it's kind of funny you think about jobs like that like when you grow up or they ask you in kindergarten like oh what do you want to be when you grow up you're gonna say zookeeper and man you can probably go get a job at the zoo shoveling shit right now and they call you a zookeeper i don't know if it's as uh you know maybe the actual biologist or a vet or the legit people over there i think most people are just kind of fucking around you know what do you, what do you think about zoos and these animals anyways you think they're just i mean they're they're not I like zoos. I'm not knocking them. I'm, I, I can understand why some people uh, probably don't like them, but I'm sure these animals want to get the fuck out of there. But they also don't realize they have it as good as it's going to get for them, right? Yeah, yeah. I guess it'd be cool if um, there were all animals that definitely couldn't go back in the wild. I don't know what the cases are. Um, yeah. You know, so... Um, as long as they're not being mistreated and, uh, that kind of shit. I mean, Absolutely. I, I don't, uh, you know, I guess it's kind of, you know, if it's not like the circus where that's kind of like, you know, they exploitation, I guess you could say. Yeah. I mean, they're but, uh, a good home usually. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> I don't know. So. But, uh, that's what we, um, that's what we hope. Sticking in the realm, a mouse at the San Diego Zoo is believed to be the world's oldest mouse. Guess how old he is? Six. Nine. Oh, six, nine. <laughs> six, nine years old. Oh, that's funny. So this mouse is nine years old. Um, They're seeking a Guinness World Record. Goddamn. Nine years and five months. His name's Patrick. Patrick. Patrick the Mouse. They yeah. said it's going to hold a special event. The Wildlife Alliance on February the 8th to celebrate this mouse's longevity and attempt to secure a Guinness World Record as a title of the oldest living mouse human care. A, a uh, Guinness World Record adjudicator is slated to attend the event to verify pet's age the pacific pocket mouse is uh the smallest species of mouse in north america and the zoo established a breeding and reintroduction program for the species in 2012 to help that population declines uh up until now i don't just saying authenticated but the oldest uh this this one here but the one before this one is i'm about to tell you about it's not confusing. The oldest mouse ever recorded by Guinness World Records was named Fritzy and died in 1985 at the age of seven years and seven months. So this one, Mr. Pat, 
Um, I guess they got to verify him on the eighth. So boom, uh, a mass mouse. Uh, again, world record Guinness world records, and uh, yeah, so interesting. I don't know. <laughs> Wonder how they validate that. Um, I mean, I, it's got to be some mouse in captivity because one, a mouse out in the out in you know nowhere America is probably going to get eaten by a fucking cat or something. Uh, catching a mouse trap with a dab of peanut butter on it, but uh, yeah, they, they've got to have some type of. <laughs> mouse documentation for Guinness to come over and, <laughs> and take take a look at I want to be the guy from Guinness that flies in and like looks at it and like shifts my glasses a little bit and kind of analyzes the paperwork like oh the mouse is nine years old you guys are set um, yeah like what do you got look how long the damn thing's wiener is or something there's some kind yeah. of like tail you know what I mean <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I want to be again. That's weird, yeah. I'm, uh... Yeah, so, yeah, well, that's, uh, that's pretty much it for the news. Nothing else really going on here. Uh, kind of a slow news day, but hey. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. There's one more. I got to go one more. Yeah. We got one more <laughs> world record. 31 foot tall unicycle breaks oh, Guinness God. world record. Ben Hooper credited with this article. A Florida man, of course, Florida, earned a Guinness world record. Now, there's a video of this. This thing is crazy looking. Damn. Okay. Yeah, that's scary. A Florida man earned a Guinness World Record after building a 31-foot, 10-inch tall unicycle and taking it for a ride. Guinness World Record said Wesley Williams' latest unicycle broke his own previous record for world's tallest rideable bike. Jeez. Yeah, that's crazy, dude. Yep. And the, the tire's not even that big. Uh, Williams, 25 of Florida, broke the record just over a year after breaking his back during a unicycle crash in the semifinal of um, Spain's Got Talent. 2021, Williams survived a fall of 27 feet that required five surgeries. Oh, I think I'd be giving up the old unicycle there, Wes. Guinness World Records uh, require Williams to ride his tall unicycle a distance of 27 feet, 10 inches, which he accomplished December 29th at Weltwichnacht Circus in Stuttgart, Germany. Yeah, man, that's for, that's pretty. If you see the video of this, that's pretty freaky. Yeah, that's looking at that, it's, it's impressive. How the fuck does he get up there? There's got to be a platform or some bullshit. That's that that's crazy. It's insane. Yeah, man, what the hell's a unicyclist get paid? <laughs> Is it in the ballpark of uh, Guinness adjudicator and zookeeper? <laughs> I don't know, man. That is, um, she, I wouldn't. Wow. 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 Dangerous. Yeah. Dangerous. I mean, 27 feet is a hell of a fall. This thing looks like a death trap altogether. Um, he's got some sparklers going on too. That's pretty impressive. So I'm sure he's adding to the, man, I don't know. I, we, we kind of touched on it. Circuses are kind of not, a, they're not as popular. As they used to be. Um, I guess it's a kid thing. Do kids still go to the circus? I 
I don't know. It used to be three things that we looked forward to as a kid that wasn't holidays. It was the fair coming to town, the carnival, uh, the circus, and seemed like a zoo trip. So we kind of touched on a couple of those things. But man, the circus has just faded. I, I think uh, back in the day, that motherfucker was popular. But I, I, I will go down and saying this is a thing the internet has killed because you don't have to go down to the local coliseum to watch this. You can you know, 10 seconds later, we can watch this motherfucker on a 30-foot unicycle and not pay $100 uh, to see it. Um, and also the animal cruelty shit. Eh, that kind of <laughs> took it away, too. Yeah. That <laughs> didn't help their cause. And, 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 and who the fuck likes clowns anyways? Nobody ever liked clowns. Yeah, clowns weird. That's <laughs> a dumb fuck too. Uh, God, I'm going to start getting angry calls from clowns next. So <laughs> I'm sorry. I just don't agree with their lifestyle. Um, they got to go to clown college. Steve-O, he, he talked about it at a, in an interview about going to clown college. Um, oh, does the clown college still exist? Can we send Wiss on location to uh, do a day of clown college? Uh, that sounds pretty dumb. That would be funny. You'd be our correspondent. Yeah, <laughs> um, call banks down tonight, folks. We're having some technical difficulties. Klaus is working on that, so that'll be back up next week. And we will be taking calls. Um, but right now, not so much. But coming up next, we do have a... Um, a vintage game review, but I wanted to talk about a little bit. Let's just go ahead and get into a little bit of football right now. So, man, we had some action, you know, pro football action going on. You know, I don't know. Uh, it was, it was, man, that that Philly game. I thought that was going to be a better game. That old Brock Purdy got his fucking arm fucked up, man. Yeah, that shit sucks. Yeah. They couldn't do shit. Man, you know what they should have done is gave it to Debo and let them at least go be quarterback or Christian McCaffrey or somebody who could, just, you know, throw him the ball. He couldn't throw the ball because his arm was – he tore his UCL. He, like, tore the whole thing. That's like a baseball injury. Uh, that doesn't happen in the NFL. Um, so we'll see how that goes. I hope he, uh, you know, I don't know if that's something to, you, you, you're a stickball, man. The UCL, so if you uh, if you tear that, how, like, is that something that you can come back from and be as good, or are you just, you know what I mean? I guess each case can be different, but, you know, in a lot of cases with these ACL, MCLs, you know what I mean? What about a UCL? Yeah, I've, you know, get the Tommy John surgery. Um, I've heard, I've heard a lot of uh, different things. I've heard pitchers in baseball and the throwing mechanics are a little different. Um, come back rather successfully, and then I've heard that some do not. I think it's case by case. I mean, uh, obviously not a doctor here. But, it, but I have heard that. Seriously, yeah. Played baseball for a number of years. Um, knew a lot of baseball players. Watched it up until I realized it was actually boring to watch. Um, but, yeah, seriously, I've, I've heard some pitchers bounce back 
and better than ever, or at least the same. And then some are never the same. Football, ugh. it's you know, I don't think people recognize how brutal football really is. I mean, they are getting hit, and they're not just getting hit and collided with by an average Joe. You're getting hit with a guy trained to hit you. And they're upwards of 350 pounds and strong as shit and burying you. So, you know, I think the brutality of football makes it a lot harder to come back and recuperate um, from injuries. So, hate to paint doom and gloom on that. And uh, I hate uh, Jay Wiggy's uh, medical corner over here, but I don't know. Um, yeah, that's my analysis. I don't know. I don't think it's a good injury to have, though, obviously. Hmm. Well, hopefully he comes back, man. That was. They yeah. need to uh, act the third quarterback in the league for next year. They didn't change that rule uh, because they just went through quarterbacks. Yeah, I agree. Uh, <clears throat> here and there, I'm hearing. Well, <laughs> I don't think this, but someone was floating the rumor of they're going to trade Trey Lance to the Titans, get Tom Brady. And put Brock Purdy on QB two. I don't think so. I don't, I don't think so. Uh, nah, I mean, yeah, there's there's weird shit. I think we're gonna have a lot of rule changes coming up. Football's in a weird time right now. From the college level, we've got some uh, third parties entering the fray. NFL's gonna start feeling a little pressure. They'll never be pressured. It's the fucking NFL. But I, I think some changes in the off season. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And then we got uh, XFL coming up. And, uh, you know, other things. One thing I did want to talk about, about Jalen Hurts. I think this young man is amazing. He's doing shit. But at the same time, I think there's this weird narrative. Like, he's got a huge chip on his shoulder. And, you know, he's pissed because nobody believed in him and all this shit. Look, here's the deal on him. He couldn't throw it and he couldn't he, he was not accurate. And if he didn't get any better, we wouldn't be talking about him playing in a fucking Super Bowl, period. All right. It's kinda like it's kinda like maybe not, but like another thing that's kind of weird is like, okay, an ugly girl back in the day. Right? right. Ugly. She's shitty looking, but okay. See her years later and she's hot as hell. And now she's mad because like Everybody thought she was ugly back in the day, but she was. <laughs> she went through a lot of shit to make herself look better and did all this shit. It's not like she didn't do anything, right? So who, what is like, what is, that is, it's an odd narrative to me, all right? Yeah, that's something you needed to improve on and fucking you did that. That's, that's awesome. Fuck yeah, that's why you're here. But who are you pissed at though? You got to be mad at yourself more than anybody telling you what that is. They were right. His ass couldn't throw the ball, dude. He was inaccurate. We know that. He was inaccurate. It was a problem. Couldn't throw the ball. Now he can. Now he's in the Super Bowl. You know yeah. what I mean? So, what, you know, I get it. He's got to have the motivation to get better. That's fine. But, like, I don't know. It's kind of like a misleading narrative to me, man. It's a it's a goofy narrative, man. I mean, any you know, and and props to Hurts, man. But you know what? He did his job and got better and improved. I mean, that's simply it. There's no chip on your shoulder. Alabama bench me. Oklahoma, Oklahoma believed in me. 
He wasn't a bad quarterback. He was Tua not was a good better back then. Two, you had Tua Tagovailoa, Mac Jones, and Jalen on the same squad at one time. It was a monster thing, and and obviously Jalen back then was was QB two. But I mean, he was a good runner, but he could not pass, and he became really predictable running to the right side. And like I said, there, there's no chip on his shoulder. I th- I think you know his maturity should get all the props. There's quarterbacks that don't grind like he did. He did, but that's literally his fucking job to get better. There's no other narrative. You know, he wasn't the guy at Alabama, but he had an opportunity elsewhere. He did okay there. He got his shot in the league, and even when he came in, he was not a great passer, and he's kept working on it, and he kept getting better. I mean, that's just a testament to working hard, but that's what you do when that's your job and you're getting paid to do it. You don't get you you shouldn't get worse. Now, athletics are a lot different than uh, uh, zookeeper and all the other shit we've talked about. But you should get better. You should increase your performance. That's what he's done. I mean, the whole yeah chip on his shoulder. Nobody believed in him. It's silly. I mean, you know, he got better. Uh, you know, he's he's done what he should do. I mean, and it's a good story. But yeah, man, that's the media bullshit making it out to be a lot more than. It really is. I'm happy for him. I think anybody that's an Alabama fan uh, or really uh, just a, a fan of decent QBs because, you know, look at Stetson Bennett acting a fool this weekend. Um, <laughs> you know, you should be happy for him to do what he did. But to act like, you know, it's <laughs> it's Jalen against the world. It's not. Yeah. Everybody pulled for him. And he's getting paid millions of dollars to go to the best coaches and trainers uh, in the world to get better and improve. And he Exactly what he should have done. I don't. I don't think there's any more to it than that. So, uh, whatever. He's. Uh, I think they'll win it, man. Um, I know we're kind of getting into the Super Bowl picks, but fuck it. I mean, it's the last football game of the NFL, so it's the Eagles and KC. And well, you know what? Let me take that back. I don't know that they will win that. Fucking Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. My God. He's just uh, something different, man. And uh, I don't know, man. Sheesh. I, I don't know. I might have to pick KC. Because, uh, uh, sheesh. It's just a hard pick. Should we go ahead and get some pickums in? I mean, we only got two to go through, so it's either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can go ahead and see what. Yeah, yeah get right. on. But hey, but break it down. What do you think about the Super Bowl? Are you excited about it? And who's ultimately your uh, team? Are you going to go Philly or are you going to go KC? Yeah, I feel like Philly's a team of destiny, but like and you have Patrick Mahomes, which is the X factor. And uh, man, they just, you can't uh, really uh, account, you can't uh, uh, game plan for him. You know, he's just so fucking crazy. And, uh, but so I probably got to go ahead and pick KC because it's like you got Andy Reid. He used to coach for Philadelphia. He's, you know, it's just, I don't know, Kansas City standing out to me. What do you think in this one? Uh, you made a good point. The team of destiny. I kind of feel like, uh, I've, uh, you know, I've, I've enjoyed Philly this year. And, and honestly, I really like Devontae Smith. Uh, I, I like Jalen a lot. But, um, yeah, Devontae is one of my favorite Bama guys. Um, you know, in Philly, kind of unexpected. 
yeah, they've been really, really good. Both teams, honestly, but both fourteen and three. Um, I just, I, it's it's one of those set up to be disappointed games to me. I think people want to see Philly do it, and I feel like KC's got the advantage. Um, you think it's going to be an ass whooping either way, or a pretty close game? It's hard to say that. I don't think it'll be an ass whooping. I think it'll be close. But I, it, to me, it reminds me of two good teams, but one's a little better or has an X factor, and I think that X factor is Mahomes. Um, and, and I think it'll be close, and I think KC pulls away. I'm, I'm going to go KC, but I, I wouldn't mind seeing Philly get the win. I'm going Philly, yeah. Taylor hurts, brother, for you. Um, yeah, I, like I said, uh, if nobody gets hurt... Is another thing, but I still think KC, yeah, is gonna uh, is yeah. gonna go is gonna get the Super Bowl. That'll be a that'll be the second one for them, right? I think so. Yeah, but uh, in recent memory, I'd have to go back and look for sure. At least the second. I know they went to one, won it, and went to I uh, went to another one and then lost it. I think. Um. <clears throat> so yeah, man. Whew. Man. Thinking yeah. again, Patrick Mahomes owner, and uh, people passed on him. But I guess he and who the hell is gonna? He was kind of like out of nowhere, Texas Tech. You know, who the hell thought he was gonna take the fucking league over? You know, yeah, wasn't a uh, was unexpected to say the least. And you know, going back to Hertz, um, fan, but. Everybody always asks who he claims. Is it Oklahoma, is it Alabama? And it seems like he's more on the Alabama side. He's mentioned them several times. Um, but if you go back to his 2019 Oklahoma season, you know, it's different breed playing an SEC schedule, as we've seen from the 16 out of the last, uh, last 17 national championships being SEC, uh, SEC teams. But, you know, go back. They played three ranked teams, Oklahoma did, in 2019 with Hurts as quarterback. Out of the three ranked teams, he never broke. 300 yards passing, 235 against Texas, 297 against Baylor, 163 Oklahoma State. Um, you know, he had really good passing numbers, but, I mean, against who? Kansas? West Virginia? Iowa State? South Dakota? I mean, it, it's just – I don't understand why people say nobody believed in him. There was nothing to believe in back then. Um, it just wasn't it, – it's not a negative thing. It's an honest thing. Um, you know, I, I saw uh, it was Brock Purdy, right? Talking about Saban's assessment of him when he went to Alabama's campus. Yeah, I think he went to that? camp or something, and he uh, he didn't like him or thought he didn't have what it took. They said he had like an average high under uh, arm wasn't that strong, accuracy was kind of average, something like that. And I mean, and here's the thing: if it's if that's what you're working with at that time. Is it an inaccurate assessment? Is he being a dick or is he being honest? I think some people can't understand the difference between being honest and being a dick. Telling him all those three factors is not, if that's what it was, that's what the fuck it is. Um, and then coming back and shoving there, oh, Nick Saban's a fucking asshole. He passed on Brock Purdy. It, it, Brock Purdy at that time would not have fit into the, any of those camps with the quarterbacks Alabama's produced in the past, arguably, decade. Um there's some that are hit and miss, but yeah, I, I, I don't get that. I kind of get on my uh, pedestal a little bit about that because some people after the dust settles and, oh, I've always believed in it. Motherfucker, no, you didn't. 
<laughs> no, you fucking didn't. You didn't see that coming. Um, it, quit bullshitting people. All right, we we you didn't. Everybody saw it at the time. It's a good story now, but just be honest about it. Quit fucking bullshitting. So we have Casey. Casey Wiss went with Philly last week. Uh, Grant, you and I both picked Philly to win, but everybody picked Cincy on the opposite side. So oh. we were one. Yeah, we were one and two, 50%. Grant Mills and Jay Wiggy. Wiss laid a goose egg 0 oh, and 2 last week. <laughs> Yeah, we all fuck up sometime. That that Bengals game. There was some, uh, you know, that's crazy because that fucking Burrow man. I, I remember all the years with Andy Dalton and all them sorry motherfuckers. But even Andre Smith was on that team. He was good, but like they, they made not the playoffs ever, except maybe once and got knocked out in the first round with Andy Dalton. And then, wait a minute, I think Andre Smith was on a lot of those teams with Carson Palmer, too. And they yeah. never really did anything either. So, I don't know, team. man. I think he's out of the league, right? By now, he, he's got to be. Yeah, he was a local guy. He actually, uh, Andre Smith, prior, prior to going to uh, Bama, actually bought my brother's used car he was selling. Man, he played in the league a long time. Yeah, he did. Um, yeah, he's a... Free agent now, so dude, he's been in the league up fucking forever. I mean, where the hell is he gonna go? Or if he's even still in play? Jeez, thirty six years old, just turned thirty six a couple days ago. So, I mean, he was talented. He was he he was probably before the Saban era, probably the highlight player of the early two thousands. at Alabama, for sure. I mean, he was just, a, and, and it's crazy. You think of a non-skilled position being a highlight player, but a six-seven, three hundred thirty-five local boy going to Bama, uh, yeah, first-round pick, pick uh, number six back in t- two thousand nine. But man, a monster. Um, yeah. So you know what, though? I mean, it's it's weird, though. I mean, he's thirty-six, but like I said earlier, football just beats the fucking hell out of you. He's not thirty-six and retired. You're doing great. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm sure, still wants to grind some. But man, can you imagine that that just fucking beating it takes on your body over the years? Though I mean, that's a fucking that's tough. Yeah, and he's on the line too, so he's every play. Yeah, yeah, every play he's getting it. So y'all, yeah, every play you're getting contact with another human being. I have a good fact for us. So it's super. Super Bowl's on the 12th of February, right? We got about two weeks before uh, yeah. Super Bowl plays, so we, we'll have one more after picks. Less than a week later, we have XFL kickoff February 18th, Saturday. Vegas Vipers and Arlington Renegades on ABC, and that is the first game. That night, you're going to have the Orlando Guardians and Houston Roughnecks. So, less than a week later, XFL it kicks off. So, oh, you're going to... excellent. Fucking awesome. And the best thing, and I love the XFL for this, it looks like most of their games are going to be staggered with two on Saturday and two on Sunday. So they are going to continue to fill up your weekends with football. Hell yeah. We yeah. got more. We'll have more picks and all that shit. I mean, we'll get something going. And 
It should be good, good stuff. We don't have to stop the picks or any football action. Yeah, gonna, fuck yeah. It's going to keep going. Their championship's going to be in May, May 13th to be exact. They're still going to figure out the stadiums and shit. And at that time, in April, we'll be kicking off USFL. So we'll have some overlap between USFL and XFL. And I am fucking thrilled about that. And by the time USFL ends, we're going to be back in the college football season. So football never ends here. But everybody has a podcast. podcast. That's right. Action. Damn near. Yeah. (laughs) You know, right now, I think we uh, got to get into the VGR review. I talked about this a little bit earlier. Super out. Is one that I did review. I thought I reviewed this already, but I don't. I don't think so. Um, <clears throat> what it was is there was a. Um, I was looking at the. This is on a previous episode. It was some kind of like two player uh, mode or something. Check out that episode to uh, to see about it. But anyway, super punch out. Bada bada boom boom. There's also a arcade. Um, Super Punch Out. Did you ever play the arcade one? I I want like the I remember it, man, because he had like the green, you know, the green grid. It looked a little different. I, I know I, I played I it. Notice. Yeah, I can't remember it though. Did it have the actual uh, not boxing gloves, but the joystick kind of had a, a grip that it felt like a boxing glove? Is is that sound familiar to you, or maybe mm-hmm. not? Or... Maybe. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to I go down. I remember the grid for show for show. Okay, I'm looking at Super Punch Out Arcade. No, that does not have the grid. I'm thinking about. I think there was another boxing <laughs> or fighting game, or I made that shit up completely. Now the grid, like I said, I do remember, but I'll get back to you if I figure out the game with the uh, the fucking gloves. Carry on. Yes, yes, ah, uh, Super Punch Out is a boxing video game developed and published by Nintendo. For the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. It was released September 14th, 1994 in North America and again in the same region in 1996. Released in Europe on 20, January 26th, 1995 for the same console and in Japan in 1998 for the Nintendo Power Flash RAM cartridge series and the Super Famicom. The game is also included in the GameCube version of Fight Night Round 2 as an extra game due to the inclusion of Little Mac in the game. The game was released for Wii's Virtual Console in Europe on March 20th, 2009, in North America on March 30th, 2009, and in Japan on July 7th, 2009. The game was uh, also released on the new Nintendo 3DS eShop on May 5th, 2016. Nintendo re-released Super Punch-Out! in the United States in September 2017, as part of the company's Super NES Classic Edition, it is the fourth game in the Punch-Out! series, taking place after the Punch-Out! game, the original Punch-Out! game for the NES Classic. In the Super Punch-Out!, the player controls Little Mac as he fights his way to become the World Video Boxing Association Champion. Players fighting from a behind-the-back perspective must knock out their opponent in three minutes to win. 
Players can lost champs, hooks, and uppercuts against their opponents as well as block, dodge, and duck opponents' attacks. Nintendo Integrated Research and Development, led by Jinyo Takeda, Manoru Arakawa, and Makoto Wada, developed the game. And also featured voice acting by Charles Martinet. The game received praise from reviewers for its cartoon-like style, colorful, outlandish opponents, simple gameplay controls, and replay value. The game features colorful graphics, which include the usage of transparency that facilitates the game's behind-the-back perspective. Other reviewers said this game lacked overall appeal gameplay or audience of its predecessor. So it is a little bit different to play this game. It's like a more updated and it's more arcade-like kind of looking uh looking more like the the arcade version of the game but that that came out 10 years before um now when comparing this game to the original punch out man the original punch out was like a was like man i don't know man it's just that was like i don't i don't know how you can really improve on that game yeah kind of a breakthrough game it's um it, it was hard to top. I, I really think so. I think, man, we, we talked about it, and it's hard once you open that can and once you let out how good something is, especially if it's the original, it's really hard to go back and, and top that. Um, I think most of those games, you know, they give you that one good feeling. You've played it. It's awesome. And then you expect the next one to be as good. And it's good, but it's just not the original. And I, I think that's, for me, I agree with you on Punch-Out!, Yep, it, uh, it does have a similar gameplay. The player controls a nameable boxer as he fights his way to the WVBA champion. The player controls a boxer from the third-person uh, perspective with him being translucent on the screen. Players can attack their opponents with jabs to the face or body blows from either hand. The opponent can deflect punches, so the punches or players must aim at the opponent's open spot to connect. Depending on the opponent's stances, they will guard themselves differently, so players... Need to use correct punches. Um, got a lot of uh, got like the special meter here. Um, both the player and the opponent have stamina meters both displayed on top of the screen. The meters decrease when either boxer gets hit. Boxers will get knocked down. If their stamina meter runs out. Faster knockdowns will cause that boxer to recover less stamina upon getting up. The same happens if the boxer is knocked down by a knockout punch either boxer will lose if they cannot stand up before the count of 10 after being knocked down or if they're knocked down three times in the match which is tko the player can also recover some stamina while the opponent is down by pressing um the buttons of the controller so um so yeah this is it's not as fun as the first one although uh it's still a pretty fun game um i think they got in 2022 it was that the use of a button well i'm not going to reveal to you that because that's in the other <laughs> episode so check that out my hidden mode yeah in a previous episode y'all check that out anyway um so have you did you have you played the uh the super punch out oh yeah or, or I, you I, uh yeah, I played it. Uh, big, uh, 
I still play Punch Out here and there on my NES Retro. Um, I don't have the SNES Retro, but I did play a lot of Super Punch Out on the SNES, my favorite console of all time. Um, man, I liked it a lot. I mean, like you said, I, I don't think it tops the original, but I think it was really a good game if you like boxing and especially in that nostalgia uh, era. I, I don't think it's a bad game at all. Now, they also had the uh, the power-up status. When the color reaches red, the player punches speed and power increases. They lose power-up status. They are knocked down. That's kind of like the first one, too. Um, this game is definitely fun and definitely worth. Um, I played this on the classic, uh, the online classic whatever with the Switch where you have all the uh, classic edition online. And uh, so, yeah. Definitely nerded it up. It's fun, man. You can you can spend a good bit of time on this one. So um, it actually got a good reception too back in the day. Very good. Uh, looks like it's it's four out of five on a lot of these guy stuff. But I will give it, <laughs> give it four out of five. Well, yeah, four, four out of five. Same. Yeah, I think that's good. And it had some awesome characters. Gabby J, the old Frenchman, <laughs> on a 99. Uh, his, it said his one single win was against uh, Glass Joe, uh, your, your original motherfucker that sucked uh, to kind of train with. And then uh, you also had the guys like Bald Bull and Bear Hugger and the uh, – Appropriate, uh, if you like uh, subtle racism, Dragon Chan. Um, <laughs> uh, Dragon Chan. Yeah, Aaron Ryan, the Irish scrapper. So, man, yeah, I mean, those were fun games. It's it's a good game. I don't know if it's a uh, you know one that I'd go to, but I wouldn't mind dusting it off again. EGM ranked it 56 best console video game of all time. In 1997, they explained their decision to include it on the list instead of the original Punch-Out. They said the NES version was great, but the Super NES one is even better with large, well-animated characters, great control, and near-perfect learning curve. I don't know if I agree with that, but it's definitely a cool game. So, guys and gals, check that one out. It's good fun, and you'll enjoy it. Yeah, I kind of I remembered the game I was talking about on the arcade was Title Fight by Sega. You remember title Ooh, five? That sounds familiar. Was it also in the arcade for a spell? Yeah, it was an arcade game. That's how I remember it. It, it had a setup where it was almost uh, it was two screens and two gloves. You had a red corner and a, uh, oh, a blue yeah. corner, like red and blue. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. I remember and, that. So you could, yep, you could fight the player beside you, and it kind of came out in 1991. So I'm wondering if they, you know, did some uh, rip off of. Uh, the original punch out because the you were the green outline you fought somebody oh, I definitely I, remember this game yeah yeah you'll remember it they had some they had some good characters too tony bunts who looks like uh ironically like mike tyson who was super popular at the time and then uh one of their characters john freezer very clever name there uh yeah it looks it, that's what it was it was sega type i don't remember it i'm sure it came out probably for a Sega system. I'm going to have to go back and look, but I remember it specifically as an arcade game. Hmm. Definitely, man. I kind of, I definitely remember playing that, man. That was a fun game. Yeah. Take a look at the title fight, uh, arcade, con uh, 
box console, whatever the fuck. And then um, you'll you'll re- you'll recognize it immediately where it has the handles and you have a blue corner and a red corner. It's pretty cool though. Oh yeah. Oh, yes. Well, y'all, I'm out. I gotta study some more on this shit and uh, how to play it. Good luck. All right, this is out, man. What's going on this week, Jay Wicks? We got another wet week here. I may, uh, you've got me inspired to dust off some consoles. I may have to get back on some Steam. I've been enjoying the video game. I think this time it's cold and yucky outside. Nothing better than a, uh, you know, little bourbon, little video game, memory lane. So I will jump on some Steam games and give you some thoughts on those next week. Awesome. There'll also be another review as well. Hopefully, this fucking week will go back to uh, sunniness. I need to get the car washed because it's time. But I don't do that shit myself. I take it through a thing. Too old. I can't. Every muscle in my body be fucked up if I try to wash it by myself. Self. So we'll see how this week goes. Man, just really nothing on the horizon. I try to take it day by day. You know? Day by day. Check out the uh, old episodes, y'all. Hit the subscribe button. Follow us. Uh, Every Monday, 9.30. We're here for you. We'll be here. Yeah. Party Shots, J-Wig. Just realized we've got about six more weeks till we spring forward and all this dark at five o'clock bullshit is over. So I am looking forward to that, uh, getting rid of this nasty ass weather, but let's make the most of it. Play some games, drink, enjoy yes. football. And guys, fuck it, we'll see you next week. Yes. You guys have a great week. Great weekend. This is back here, Monday, 9.30. We love you. Do what we do. Or do what I do. Show it up. We love y'all. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.